fired. Dad, she fired. Fired. That's actually one of, one of my favorite movies is um The Cat in the Hat. Uh-huh. One of the the parts is like, you're fired. Fired. I never seen that fired, movie. Fired. 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 Oh my god. Is that? I watched um, it all through college. Is me that, and Rachel. Um, what's the guy? What's what's who who plays? Yeah, the that guy. Mm-hmm. Austin Powers? You, yeah, yeah. You know Mike. Know what's his name? Mike. Mike. Mm-hmm. Michael Myers. That's his name. Mike Myers. Like okay. the. I thought that was a killer. It is, but his name is Mike Myers, like um, the serial killer. <laughs> the made up serial killer. Yeah. Mind, mind blown. blown. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Welcome another back. episode. Yes. Episode five of Because Life Podcast. Episode five. Uh, with your host, I am Nima. And I'm Ashley. Nima Yvonne. Yvonne smiles on the Instagram. You just, just change your name. Waves or whatever. See, just change it. That's cool. Who are you? Poetic Recovery hey. on the Instagrams. And the Instagrams. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so how you feeling? <laughs> oh, God. Yo, she. I got to laugh just to stop from crying. <laughs> nah, your language is like like laughing. I know. Like you speak and laughing because you laugh more than you talk like, <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a fact she just i'm like how you doing <laughs> how do you answer how are you doing with a laugh i do oh my god i can't stop laughing um how am i feeling man drained mm. Mm, i am drained yes. <laughs> today was just not a good day and it had nothing to do with work I know I always talk about work being a bitch, but it had nothing to do with work because I didn't do shit at work today. Nobody is working this Nobody's week. Working like this we're week. at work. Nobody's doing anything. But we're everybody's just like autopilot. Just there. Yep. Just waiting for the week to be like, over. All right. We got one more day. Let's <laughs> go. I'm not working. But yeah, um, drained. Yeah. Just a lot of shit going on in my head. And it's it's annoying. You gotta clear your head. My weekend went good though. Free your mind. <laughs> weekend your weekend, what you do? Um, I forgot what I did on Saturday. Okay. Mm-hmm. I definitely forgot. No, no. Oh, I went to a wine festival on Saturday at the Meadowlands oh, at the racetrack. Like it was so cool. Me and my coworkers, we do like um outings like once a month, usually on a Friday, so we all can go. But the last couple of months have been like weekends. Mm-hmm. So it was three of us. We went to a wine festival. And they gave us like <laughs> they gave us like all these like drink tickets so you can go to like the different um tables. But like one, a lot of the people wasn't asked for tickets, so I wasn't giving them no tickets. Oh. And they gave us a lot of tickets. I mean like you gave us more tickets, I feel like, than there were tables. Oh, so you was drunk drunk. Oh, drunk drunk. <laughs> like super drunk. And my friend, she kept going to the vodka soda. Um, table and I was like I don't want no vodka because I had drank vodka the night before and I woke up with a headache I had one drink yeah, it must have been like the Smirnoff from college no no I, it was here I made it oh. here it was Anthony <laughs> the bad stuff I went out 99 bananas John oh, oh my god <laughs> ew oh no. I used to drink some wild shit in college we all did hypnotic because we were underage actually I, I didn't start drinking until I was 21 yeah, I definitely drank in college before 21. Yeah. My friend drank, like, Everclear. Ooh. I was like, bruh. Yeah, no. I, and I'm saying bruh, but it was a girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, oof. Nah, I definitely hate vodka to this day. Yeah, it I really gives me it. a headache. I'm over it. Yeah, no, 
I'm good. I can't. And that's funny. I went to a brunch and got drunk again. So there you go. My weekend was drunkness. Nice adulting. Adulting 101. <laughs> Get drunk. Balancing the weekend. Yes. Or the weekday. Or the week. Week. Because <sighs> it's weekend. not a weekday. It's a week week. What? <laughs> Sunday? <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> go ahead. How was your weekend or day? It was pretty chill. Well, my day was, uh, I got a lot of work done. Oh, my God. Like, actual work at your job? Yeah, oh, and I cool. still did no work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I hate that. <laughs> you know, like, I got a lot of work done, but I still didn't do, like, work the whole day. So, yeah. imagine if I was, like, productive seven of those hours instead of I'm done four. You. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it would have been a different day, but I'm, I got some stuff done. That's good. Feeling good. Uh, my weekend was pretty chill. You know, my friends or whatever have pools. Like, no, <laughs> Fancy. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm kidding. I went to um, my, yo, when you're getting old, like, mm-hmm. your friend's birthday parties change. Hmm. Yeah. Like, when they old, they have kids? Or, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, kids. Yeah. yeah. And, you, and you just... You just party different, you know? You're just sitting in the backyard, drinking chilling, some beer, right. chilling, and having the time mm-hmm. of your life. Cut that music down a little bit lower, please. <laughs> ah, that's me. <laughs> I can't hear you. We're having a conversation. No, that's legit me. Like, I was at a cookout, maybe, like, oh, Memorial Weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just like, um. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, um, <laughs> do you mind? I can't, I can't hear the people talking. And they're just like, me, my bro. Like, we're at a party. <laughs> Yeah, but we're having a conversation right now. And it was like trap. It was like. Yeah, so they was not. They ay, wasn't. Ay. And I was just like, oh, my God. It just sounded like noise to me. <laughs> it gets like that. If you watch. Told, yeah, I'm sorry. It's like. I told my dad <laughs> how, how rap music sounds like noise now. He was like, ooh. Mm, <laughs> ooh. You're, you're old. <laughs> does it? <laughs> no, it does. Yeah. Speaking of rap music, this has nothing to do with anything, but I heard Lil Nas X came out. Came out of. The Closet. The Closet. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, I feel like that sounds so like dated. Come out the closet. Do they still say that? I wouldn't know. I'm not. Um, I mean, I know. I'm but not of the LGBTQ XYZ. Yeah, I heard that um, today. Wow, interesting. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I would have. I mean, I guess you can't really guess because yeah, sexuality no. doesn't look like anything. Right. But we tend to think it does, mm-hmm. but it doesn't. Um. But yeah, I spent two days at the pool. I wanted to go to the beach, but prayerfully, I will make it this next weekend. Wanna go? Wanna go? Thursday? <laughs> I mean, it's a holiday. No, nah, I don't want to go on Thursday. I know. You know. Um, I was, it's going to be like 90 degrees anyway, and I don't think I want to sit out there in 90 degree weather. Yeah. And Sunday, I did nothing. It was pretty cool. Like, that's good. I, I want a day like, like that. Like, not a thing. Like, not one thing. Breakfast. That's it. Yep. <laughs> that was it. Um. So, yeah. And now we're here. And now we're here. My ear is itching. (laughs) That episode was really, really good. Oh, last episode? Yeah, Yeah, I felt the release. It was good. It was. Hopefully this episode will be... (laughs) (laughs) I'm triggered. This week, I'm triggered. See, look. My, 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 (laughs) how the tables have changed. I'm sorry, guys. It might get a little deep and heavy. Ah. she, you know, she thinks everything is deep. I'd be like, yo, you want to get a coloring book? And she's like, ooh, that's deep. <laughs> like, that is kind of deep when you think oh about it. Oh, my God. Because it's like you're, like, coloring and you're, like, thinking. It's like a meditation kind of thing. When you're yeah, I love coloring. See? It's, like, the best deep escape. 
It's not okay. Sure. I used to have coloring books. I got we need to figure out if you know what the definition of deep man. If is. it makes me think like, bro, if it makes you do that, <laughs> it's deep. That's it. I'm like, yo, yo, can you pass me that uh, Kool Aid? No, Bruh, that ain't deep. That's deep. <laughs> uh, okay, Ash. You still drink uh, Kool Aid? <laughs> I don't, but look, <laughs> but here's the thing, right? Because <laughs> I felt judged if I did, but I don't. But nonetheless, like mm-hmm. I would, you know, weird articles pop up on my like computer screen at work, and mm-hmm. they like suggest weird stuff. And one of the one of one of the articles was about like the Kool Aid market I'm still done. being a thing, and people are like eBaying like like a limited edition Kool Aid flavors. What was the limited editions? Go on eBay, look it up. What? Like going eBay. for like five hundred dollars a packet. And when what? I and when I read it, I was just like, nah, this is gas. I'm about to just go buy so some. So I went on eBay and I was just like, <laughs> oh, this is this is real. But you can get Kool-Aid from the s- supermarket. But you can't get that Kool-Aid. Like they have which one was unlimited though? Like I don't even know. Like the ones that were rare. I, I, um, I don't remember exactly yeah. which one it was, but like you, you do you remember like ice flavored Kool-Aid? The no. one that kind of tingled your tongue a little bit? No. <laughs> I'm th- no. <laughs> I'm thinking, but, but you know what's coming to mind? Like the mystery flavor of the um, airheads? That's what's coming to my head. So I'm thinking that's, I guess, the same. Yeah, similar. Yeah. Because okay. the mystery flavor was like the ice. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's the flavor. I don't, you can't get, I don't think you can get anything flavored like that anymore. Because, like, why would we eat something that made your tongue tingle a little bit? <laughs> that's like, nasty. Also, Kool Aid was wild. <laughs> Like Kool Aid, mad sugar is Kool-Aid. wild. Wild. <laughs> like what? Why do we Kool-Aid, ever drink Kool Aid? The ice, the iced tea thing. <laughs> <laughs> the the big lifting the iced powder. tea <laughs> that you still added sugar to. Wild. Why? Wow. Why are we doing this? Wild. Wild. Just diabetes. That's it. <laughs> that's what we did. But sugar. but we grew up fine. Now everything gonna kill you. I mean, we might be a little retarded. We not retarded. Yo, one of my coworkers said that millennials <laughs> are the crackhead, the babies of crackheads. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like when you really think about it. Are we? Like the results of Am the I crack epidemic. You like on the cusp. The cusp. The cusp. <laughs> I was triggered when he said that. But then I thought about it. I'm like, mm, maybe we are. Are you? And maybe that's why we got so many goddamn issues. <laughs> Mad issues. <laughs> but we're also like very uh I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but very we're smart. We're very intuitive. Resourceful. Resourceful. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. See, I do have to correct my language. I don't think we got issues. I think that we are just changing the narrative of how life should be lived. No, yeah. That's that's kinda like I don't where think my head issues. was going. Yeah. Yeah. But to people looking in, they just like why they don't just wanna work until they sixty. Right. No, until we they don't wanna do that. Seventy eight and then depend on the government to pay you, you social security. Yo, somebody posted today, um I'm about to go to their Instagram because they <laughs> it was something about like nine to fives. Mm-hmm. And it was made me like, yo, oh here we go. Three we three reasons why a nine to five job sucks. Is <laughs> that one a nine to five job destroy a nine to five job destroy your most precious asset, time. Time equals life. Time is your most precious asset. At a nine to five job, time is liability, not an asset. Two, 
You constantly worry about losing your job. You are at the mercy of a few people who may decide to fire you, downgrade you, or transfer you. Mm. Three, you'll never get rich or retire early to to a nine-to-five job. That shit hit hard. Mm. A nine-to-five job is not designed to make you rich. You work to make your boss rich. Ding, ding, ding. Like, I was like, yo, that's true. Like, modern-day plantation. Word. Like, we just literally just working this job just... For what? <laughs> like, why? You so never, I can retire at 65 when I might not even make it? Might not make it. And also, the money may not still be there. Hello? Especially, yeah, for us. Like, well, Social Security's going to be gone. Like, now. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. About actually, 10 minutes ago. Actually, I went to a retirement party at, like, my 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 office mm-hmm. last week. And he said he was working for 44 years. That's the and now And my mind is just blown because when I speak to people of his age, they mm-hmm. always like, you know, like, I'm tired of working, I'm tired of working. And I'm like, yes, sis, me too. Me too. And they're so confused when I say that. Like, like you're only like 27. 27. You've been working for five years. So, like, chill. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I don't want to do this shit no more. It's so funny. Yeah, no. I don't want to work for 40. He was working longer than I was alive. Exactly. And that's, Almost, but that's the mentality that they had back then. Like, but but at that time, it made sense because it was like you get a good job, you get a good pension, and you can retire at a certain whatever, whatever. We have so much, so many more re- resources, and we can like explore the world. We have social media, and we can do so many different things. Yeah. And we, and we have been groomed to, as ironic as it is, like our parents. We're in that era of like you have to do this, but ironically, they kind of trained us to uh, raise us to be like be who you want to be. You know what I'm saying? Well, at least some parents. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nima. Because um, some parents like put that notion in their kids' heads, like you can you could do whatever you want, whatever you want to be, like whatever you're good at. Like a lot of parents haven't always like engraved that whole like you have to get a job like yeah. this. You know? So I do want to correct my pause <laughs> because my dad always instilled in me that I sh- to be a business owner like, okay. since I was a kid always he's like you want to own your own business you want to own your own business I didn't understand what it meant mm-hmm. you know what I mean probably until recently like the gravity of what he was instilling in me mm-hmm. and why I hate working <laughs> you know what I mean but they did tell me go to college gotcha, gotcha then gotcha. own your own business okay so you know well I guess in that and sense, that was the options yeah then. that's what you knew to do you know what I mean they right. do what they the best they could do and I just, I'm just, that, I'm just that not came trying. along and destroyed the plan. But it's all right, though. You know, it's cool. <laughs> Debt, man. If you imagine, right? Imagine <laughs> the money you spent on your degree if you invested that in a business. But why don't they do that for people? They will, they will give, like, like I saw a meme, they'll give an 18-year-old a $100,000 loan to go to school, but not $100,000 for a business plan. Wow. And this is what I say. Like I, 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 All my friends down there, I'm like, yo, Society's weird. Yep. Right? And then sometimes I'm like, nah, maybe I'm weird. Cause... But nah, society's weird. Mm-hmm. That's weird. That's, that's off. That's that don't make backwards. sense. It wants, it's designed to keep us in a hole and to keep, like, needing the yeah. government, in a sense. Like, needing them. Like, oh, yeah. I have to work now because I got to pay this all. So I'm going to have to put my energy and time into this 9 to 5 that's yeah. only, whether it's a state job or county job, government job, or, like, some random person's business you're put in place now to have to do that yeah but you know that's why i have almost every day on my way to work i have an existential crisis and i'm just like (laughs) (laughs) i gotta figure this shit out no facts (laughs) gotta figure this out 
Give for me real. Her. Yeah, nonetheless. But, I told um, my oh, okay, we're gonna move on. <laughs> I was gonna say one more. I was gonna say I told my therapist like I as much as I hate my job in a sense I'm literally looking at it as a way to pay off my debts at this point I need to strategically think that's why I posted that post like what part of I gotta save my money don't I understand (laughs) like I was on the floor like (laughs) what part of save my own money don't I understand like what what that's girl. what you say to your kid. Like, what part exactly. of no don't you understand? Like, girl. You got to check yourself. Like, <laughs> I need to save you these coins to... <laughs> so I can pay off these debts so Which... I can move the fuck on. In that order. Period. <laughs> period. Period. That's yeah, going to put no. into action. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it sounds good. <laughs> it is good. And it's doable. But you it's know what? Doable. Also, you got to, like, you got to uh, break the mold. And, and, and it's not only that income that will, right, right, right. That will pay off your, your See, debt. Because, I, don't, I, I mean, some people don't have the blessing of making a year. Exactly. What, more mm-hmm. than what they owe in debt. Mm-hmm. So, like, that alone, if yeah. you're just thinking about this being the only income. I even thought about that, like, the way I budgeted and made my five-year plan. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yo, like, what's wild is that I only ever accounted for the money I was making at that day. Right. Right? Which is crazy mm-hmm. because like money comes, taxes come, <laughs> bonuses come. Well, I'm gonna bullets at my job. Side hustles, you know what I mean? That's what I need like, to do. It's different. You know, I need to, that's that poverty mindset. It is. I need to have that um broke mindset because if I if I I feel like if I have that mindset, then I'll be more having a second job will come more like okay, instead of like I just want my free time. That's all I think about because. My second job will only come out on the weekends, so I'll be literally working every day. But also, like beyond, like beyond working to get your money, you could hustle to get your money. Like it's not working harder; it's working smarter. It's not. And I said this. I learned this last week when I went to the the Strength of the Woman conference, and I shared it on the podcast last month. Mm -hmm. It's like the only thing that we have a shortage of is time, Time. not money, Mm because money is out here for the getting. All right, honey. We just got to figure out how to finesse the bagel. <laughs> Finagle the bagel. Fillet the fish. <laughs> you and your damn, uh, what's it called? I can't even get the word Metaphors. Out. Metaphors. Yeah. Uh, but this all goes aligned with, it the does. Sh- with the stuff, with the sauce. It really does. So um, this week, our topic, because we even get our topic. We even, we even do our minutes. affirmations. Oh, girl. We yes, ain't do our life this. hacker yet. So this week's affirmation. <laughs> all right. You want to start? One? Um, I got it. All right, go ahead. Um, so my affirmation is I am exactly where I need to be and equipped with every tool I need to manifest my dream. It's mm. a finagle the bagel. Fillet <laughs> the fish. So my affirmation, I actually had like three, <laughs> but um, I'm gonna pick one. They all kind of like are in line with each other, but this one is more like, I am con- I am in control of my thoughts and actions. I calmly accept that I have no control over the actions of others. I'm not even going to explain why that means so much to me right now, but it does. And I'm going to leave it like that. But see, that's... Girl, you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Wait, wait, wait. Nope. I'm so excited. Like, I'm mad excited. (laughs) I'm so amped. So, so, so amped. Because I've been trying to figure out how to present this Mm -hmm. and... Well, present it. We can do all um, of the the knowledge. Not, but 
I'm even more excited about our life after okay. this week. Okay. Um. So this this week's half like this week's mm-hmm. life hacker is Dante. Dante. Dante from U5 on Instagram. He is Don Steez. Mm-hmm. Um, it is D-O-N-T-E-Z-E. Um, he is like a super dope creative. Um, I actually had the pleasure of meeting him through his uh his first venture was which was U He's half a U And okay. um they had they throw these events actually mm-hmm. all over Essex County, maybe even a little further out. Mm-hmm. Um, Union County or whatever, um, <clears throat> but it's pretty much an environment for the creatives to come and you display your your earrings that you make. You display your art. We gonna rap. It was always a a vibe, okay? Always, always a vibe. And because he's older, he also like uh, influ- not that much. He's like my age, okay. But um, he influences younger people to do the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Look, you ever like just felt awkward and didn't yeah. have a place? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I love, uh, yeah. <laughs> I love like um, like like place people that create spaces, safe spaces, as it's now coined, <laughs> safe spaces for um for weirdos, weirdos, creatives, weirdos. Sometimes it's all in the same. I'm a weirdo. I think it's more creatives now. I think it was weirdos back in the day because you were like, well, what are you, why are you so different? I guess it's not different anymore because we it's all, not. all of, like creativity is I feel like life. we all have that down. We just got to tap into our our niche. Ding, 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 That's ding. it. I think I want some wine. <laughs> I'm just looking at the bottle over there like, mm. um, But his word, his word of advice this week was there's no tip, there's no tipping point for success when you're in real life. You can only see it looking back on life. Therefore, don't depend on the big break. Instead, execute this moment to your best ability. If you are the best in every moment, you will receive and you have succeeded. Don't assume that success will be, don't assume what success will be, I'm sorry. Um, Just accept the results of your best efforts and move towards your purpose. A healthy life takes compassion for self, patience, passion, and confidence to take risks. Evaluate yourself on all four and see which needs work because you are going to need it on your success to journey, your journey to success. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Um, he's super dope. He's actually creating like a mobile creative space. Fire. Mm. Fire, bro. So inspirational, like. Fire. <laughs> um, and his current venture is called For the Struggling Creatives. And they dedicate to helping creatives create their next step through creative cons- um, consultations mm-hmm. and events for creatives. Nice. Fire, That's right? Dope. Right? That's dope. I like Two that. Snaps. Two snaps. Two snaps. Yes. So uh, follow Dante. Um, his Instagram for the struggling creatives is for the struggling creatives. And again, his Instagram is Don Steez, D-O-N-T-E-Z-E. All right. So. So. And it begins. Oh, we here? Yeah, we, we here. We finally here? <laughs> we here. I'm super excited because let me tell you, when I came upon this knowledge, it was a game changer for me. Mm-hmm. Um, energy leaks. Mm-hmm. And um, whew. you changed my my whole thought process yesterday. Yeah. This 
Um, yeah, go ahead. Energy leaks. And um, I like to think of energy leaks like, uh, so you ever play Mortal Kombat or any video game? Yeah. And there's a there's a health bar at the top of mm-hmm. your screen. And every time you get hit, it goes down. Yep. That's how you know you're about to, like, damn, I could lose. Right? And then you're in the red zone. Yep. Right? So energy leaks is those punches. Right? And you got to, like, block it. Boom, boom, boom. You got to block it. You can't see me, but they can hear me. We should start doing live. But every punch is the energy leak. And every block... You're blocking your energy, you know, right. your vitality, your life source. You know what I mean? Um, and we go through life and we have these energy leaks and we are exhausted. We are spent. We go to these nine to fives and we don't have time for ourselves at the end of the day. Yep. We don't have time to invest in what we mm-hmm. want to do in life. Because, again, a lot of people are working these nine to fives or just jobs in general. You may be working overnight. Mm-hmm. Um to supply what they want, right. to get to where they want. A lot of it is stepping stones. Um, so, but by the end of the day, you're tired. You go home, you don't want to do Exhausted. nothing. You just want to sit down. You want to not think. You want to watch TV. All kinds of things. Sometimes you're, you're sad for no reason. It, it appears in people different ways. But mm-hmm. a lot of times when you can't figure out why and where the disconnect is, it's because your energy is leaking, sis. That's something I didn't know was a thing until you told me yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> I do, I do want to read the metaphor that is commonly shared when people are talking about energy leaks. Um, it is a yoga concept, and the energy or the life source, the vitality, is prana. Um, give me one, one hot second. <laughs> I can't stand the rain. Good night. <laughs> um, see, I didn't put my phone on silent mode, so not silent. What's the other one? Do not disturb. disturb. <laughs> I ain't got no internet, so I turned it off. But um, the metaphor is, it is said that the milk of a lioness is so potent that no container can hold it except for pure gold. If the golden vessel has impurities, the milk will eat through the vessels like acids, like acid at those points and drain away in the very same way if a partitioner i.e because it's a yoga practice Mm -hmm. has too many energy leaks the spiritual energy that is generated through the yoga practice will simply leak away again so that even goes for people who are like super into like wellness or church whatever you do to refill yourself if you don't stop the blocks Mm -hmm. you will always continue to leak out do you have any that you could think of offhand? Energy leaks? <laughs> <laughs> All of the ones that were in that article. Yeah, really? <laughs> Maybe, well, they only listed seven in the article. So one of them didn't pertain to me, so to speak, but I feel like if I like dug deeper, mm-hmm. it probably would. So, all right, let's go through them. So yeah. the first one is um, overwork, overworking and exhaustion. Yeah, over, yeah, I have overdoing multitasking, doing the most in everything. <laughs> <laughs> and no, literally that's me. Yeah. And it doesn't even come from like a point of like I'm working 9 to 5 and I got this other side hustle and I'm not even like one of those kind of doing the most. It's like I don't and it's going to come to like how you stop the energy leaks, but I don't know how to say no 
to something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate that he, he's right. My brother always say, you're always doing something. You're always doing something. And I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. But I, I really, really am. Like, I don't have a day where I'm just like, I'm just going to sit here and chill. Right. I always have to be on the move and on the go for some reason. Even if it's just like me not having plans to do nothing and just like sitting home like, you know what? I need to do something. I'm going to go out, go to the store real quick. Or <laughs> like, it's literally the smallest thing. Like, I have to be mobile. I have mm-hmm. to be doing something. Mm-hmm. But with that comes exhaustion. Mm-hmm. It comes, like yesterday I was at my desk and I literally got so tired. You ever been so tired that you feel like you're angry and you want to cry? Yeah. That's how tired I got yesterday. Right. And I, it just came out of nowhere. But I feel like it's because I'm always constantly moving, doing something, and just because. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> just sit your ass down. Like, stop moving. Yeah. Stop creating things that don't need to be a thing. Yeah. There's a post to, like... I, <laughs> A meme. It's like I saved myself. I'm just gonna make it the, make up the number. I saved myself two thousand dollars because I didn't leave my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't leave. Don't leave your house because you're gonna spend money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's another issue. <laughs> so calm your ass down. Sit down. I'm talking to myself. <laughs> Sit your ass Sat down. down. <laughs> like stop trying to do the most. And that's literally me. Yeah. You know why? Because I've I've um. There's this belief that like you find God in the silence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like the per- the importance of like sitting with your thoughts, controlling that's another part your thoughts, <laughs> mastering mm-hmm. your thoughts, or even like there's another concept of like having a home frequency. Her name is Marian ha- Hassan, mm-hmm. and um, she writes quotes. She's a writer. She's a, a spiritual spiritual worker. Uh, no, uh, energy worker. And she always talks about, like, knowing your home energy and the importance of that. So, like, if you don't know what you feel like without anybody else, no other influences, you'll always be looking for, like, your home frequency or your home, your home. It's like you're looking for other energies. You're all, like, yeah, because you don't know what yours feels like. So you're right. always looking for something to do or someone to be mm-hmm. with to make you feel like home, home right yeah. when mm-hmm. home should be you should just be okay with like silence yourself. and with yourself and oddly enough i remember when i was younger my dad used to be like um he was like like why do you always have to have something playing like does the silence make you uncomfortable mm. and it never like it didn't click like i was just like what what he mean like i want to listen to music what's the big right, deal right. the big deal is that you got to sit with your thoughts meditation Right. Um, Silence does scare me, though. Like, I've tried, I've never fully, I don't think I've fully committed to meditating. I would like to, Mm -hmm. but my mind races, so it's hard. Yeah. I don't know how to literally sit there in silence and think about nothing in order to, whatever meditation is supposed to do, re-energize you or whatever. I just never, yeah. So that's why when I have moments of, like, I want to just be alone. I do play music. Yeah. Because the music talks to me and it kind of drowns out. out mine. Yeah. yeah. It drowns out my thoughts because my thoughts will go every fucking where. <laughs> like, it literally would just go, like, you, if you can see the thoughts in my head, you'd be like, what? <laughs> like, how you go from this part to this part to this part? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But I think the way we look at meditation is definitely uh, a hoo-ha kind of, like, existential, far away kind of thing. And it's really not, like... Meditate a meditative state can be achieved when you're cleaning your kitchen 
or when you're coloring like we just talked about yeah, yeah. like it doesn't necessarily have to be sitting in, in with your legs closed mm-hmm. and in um, the zen moment and it's not always that it is that. that for some people but sometimes it could just be you sitting down mm-hmm. and just sitting in the sun yeah going for a walk that's true right it's whatever it's whatever makes you feel recharged and clear your mental space Help you, and stuff like yes that. yes yes do you think so i have these moments of driving where i'm driving and then i'm like how the fuck did i get here <laughs> because my whole mind just went blank yeah i mean i'm literally i know i'm driving mm-hmm. but i just like yo i got here and like do you think that's a part of like meditation in a sense if your mind clearing itself I have, um, I've, I've experienced that before, mm-hmm. but I always contributed to being so much on my mind that mm. I, fo- I can't focus on what's happening. Cause usually my mind is racing when that's happening. Right. Um, but I have had a friend who told, who drove motorcycles and said that, you know, like when he drives his motorcycle and he's going fast and he's in his zone, he doesn't, he, he can't think about anything else cause he, he has to focus right. so much on what he's doing mm-hmm. that it feels like a meditative state for him. So mm. That's literally what meditation is. Whatever helps you zone in. Yeah. And on, you're only doing one task and that you like that task. That's a meditative state. Yeah. And I think if we look at it differently, we would be able to achieve it more and not think that it's so far out of reach. Okay. Um, do you feel like um, this energy leak, the overdoing, do you think you identify with that or not oh, really? Yes. Oh, <laughs> Heck okay. yes. Like, a million times just mm-hmm. like the before like prior to this week those two weeks before that, <laughs> the last two okay. weeks of yeah. june mm-hmm. uh i was just going 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 i was doing hair i was doing mm-hmm. i was working i was working at home i was going this place doing that place hanging out with this person and i crashed yeah i crashed i took a day off i crashed i didn't even, i was like i don't know why i'm so tired i don't know why i'm so like i was i didn't know what was causing all these extras extra emotions and like feelings and like i'm tired and i'm sad and yeah. Cause I didn't stop to be like, all right, Nima, like, chill, recharge. Yeah. What's good? Yeah. Right. Me and you, me and you only. Um, that alone time. That's why I take my Sundays very, 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 very personally. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to be a special friend to get me to come out on Sunday, <laughs> because I need my Sundays to like prepare for the week. That's awesome that you do that though. I don't always do it, I mean, but, but I'm trying to do it. Cause but you identify that you need to do it. Yeah. Like, we don't always identify that. Like, I haven't gone to that point where I'm like, you know what? Because I feel like if we do that, like, we obviously we're dedicating Monday through Friday for work mm-hmm. already. And we dedicate, you know, probably Friday, Saturday for social activities. I mean, or or whatever day you want to choose. Um, but we never give that effort to say, I'm going to do this for myself mm-hmm. on this day. Yeah. Um. A friend of mine, like, I tell him all the time, like, he's, like, just on the go, on the go, on the go. Like, he's he's a parent, he works, and he's just, like, moving, moving, moving. And when he goes home, he just crashes. Like, his body just completely shuts down. And I tell him, like, you have to give yourself some kind of time. Like, you right. need your alone time that you're not talking to friends, family, nobody. Like, you need to be by yourself. Have, but it, if that means sleeping mm. all day, then mm. fine. Yeah, yeah. But you yeah. just have to, because your body's gonna shut down. That's how we get. I feel like that's how we get to the next part. But that's how you get sick. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. And so. that's funny that you told him that because that's what you need to do. I need to do it. Like, you just said you exactly. need to do that. I didn't know you need to do that. I'm not calling you out. No, no, no. But I you do. you just said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really need to dedicate because already, like, I'm off. We, we close on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I don't work on Friday. I have nothing planned on Saturday, but I'm already thinking, like, hmm, what can I do? Yeah, hmm, yeah, yeah. I, You know? I'm like that all the time like, on what Friday can I night. Do? I, uh, Friday, yeah. Because I think a part of it comes from because you're working all damn week, and you're like, I need a fucking break. I need a drink. I need a whatever your recreation is that you want to do. You want to do it. Mm-hmm. And you want to do lots of it. Right, yeah. Because you don't control your time during the week. Right. You, you got to be here at this time and exactly. do this for this long. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, like, when you finally get time to just be like, I woke up Saturday and I was like, man, I wish this was life. <laughs> like, I literally just woke up whenever I woke up. I cleaned my apartment. I, I put wish. on some music. I lit some, lit some incense. I know that's right. I wrote in my journal. And I was like, man, this feels great. How can I make this life? Like, <laughs> it just felt good. That's dope. So, yeah. Um, but, and it's funny because all of these energy leaks are like, if you're not cog- if you're not cognizant and paying attention to yourself and you continue to go on that path like it'll come to this yeah right because if you're overworking and exhausted all the time mm-hmm. then it causes this disease in your body yep and it and it kind of breaks it down as like dis disease right mm-hmm. it's like a discomfort in your body right right and that develops disease hmm you just made me think about something that's why I'm just like because hmm. stress <laughs> Stress, even perfect example. Even when I'm on the go, I don't eat as well as I should. Right. I'm eating French well, French fries. I love French fries yeah, anyway. Y'all yeah, know I do. French <laughs> fries and tacos. Like that's it. Like this is the key to my it's heart. Lit. Right. It's a vibe. Right. But I try to only do it on the weekend. Right? right. And then when I do it in the weekend, I do it in abundance. Yep. And then I don't eat, drink as much water mm-hmm. and as my body is used to. So then my digestion is off. Yep. Right. And that's a part of it, because like if I continue to live life like this, mm-hmm. and I don't take a break, it'll mm-hmm. cause disease, disease in my body. The disease will cause disease. When I saw them break it down like disease, I didn't even read it like that until you just said it. I was like, oh, oh. I was wondering like why did they break it up like that? I was oh, like, yeah, what? Yeah. I get it now. Like, yeah. I actually um, learned that from learned it from my aunt. She did a woman's study mm-hmm. um, a couple couple years ago, and it was like a big play in the church or whatever have you, but. A big part of it was like women taking time for themselves and not stressing because a big part of not neglecting yourself, not maintaining yourself, like you just you're just drowned, overworking, exhaustion, Mm -hmm. you're drowned in life and you don't take the time to like sit back and come up for air. Eventually it caused sickness in your body. Right. Right. It caused inflammation. And science is now proving that, like, inflammation is caused by stress, and inflammation causes cancer. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah. And even when that makes sense why it's so rapid. Yes. Right now, because we're all stressing. Yeah. I actually read, like, a statistic that said, like, 98% of population is depressed or dealing with some kind of mental illness. (sighs) Like, that's wild. Like, obviously, something we're doing as a society is mm-hmm. fundamentally incorrect. Mm-hmm. Fundamentally. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. Like, that's more than, that's what, that's two-thirds. So that means one in every person that you walk into, that you encounter persons. with, mm-hmm. is dealing with a mental dis-ease. dis-ease. <laughs> right? 
That's damn. That's crazy. That's wild. That's no, that's mad wild. When right. you think about it. I want to go back to what you say about the stressing and stuff because, or like just this, this, this energy leak of having a disease or disease in your body because I deal with stress like crazily. Like stress, I mean, I, I guess everybody holds stress differently, but stress is definitely in my shoulders. And when I got a massage, like I can literally feel when he was like massaging the right side of my shoulder or my right shoulder. I can feel everything breaking apart. Wow. It was, it's the most uncomfortable, but satisfying feeling. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. But I felt everything like breaking. And he was, he was, he was going, and he got to go to work on my feet. You know, see, you so young, you don't know what that meant. I don't. I'm sorry. You're so, you're so <laughs> Maybe that was tomorrow. That Martin, when he was like, he was uh, giving Myra pedicure, but he had to go to work oh, on Myra. Oh, Myra feet. Okay, okay, I get it. <laughs> Say it again. We'll do it again. No, good night. Good times, God. But yeah, he was like elbow. Mm. Elbow, like literally his elbow was in my fucking shoulder. Wow. Yeah. Okay? It was, and it was breaking. It was, he was, before we knew it, the whole massage was like an hour and a half, and I was like, "What?" And it was just, he was just on my shoulders. Wow! But that's how much, and it's still some there. Mm-hmm. I can still feel it, but yeah. Some jobs actually cover like massages in like healthcare. Yeah, because it's like a part of it. It's a part of the stress, mm-hmm. like working out, like the physicalness. Like, so let me backtrack. Let me backtrack. Let me backtrack. Western, um, a lot of Western medicine practices, like they include the physical and the metaphysical, mm-hmm. the science and the spiritual. And a lot of times we hold, we hold trauma in our body. I read an awesome book. It's called The Body Keeps Score, and it's like, um, it's about trauma and like it talks about PTSD and all kinds of traumas that we now encounter on the regular. Which is Anyways, on the regular, and the body will, the, your, your posture changes, mm-hmm. right? Even that's where, Ill, like we said, illness yes. comes from. So sometimes, like, you, the way you hold your shoulders right. alone, people can, who read body language can know that you're stressed mm-hmm. just from looking at you, right? Um, so a big part of an energy leak is stress, not allowing yourself to be like, because it manifests itself. Um, but, so I think thoughts are um, have matter, like, you know, like mass and matter, mm-hmm. right? And the reason why our words are powerful is because they transform in energy and yeah. they become reality. It's like what you say to yourself, like... Manifest. Like manifest, yeah. Like if you speak positive things about yourself or your existence or what you want, then positive things might come will come back but if you speak negatively then that's gonna reflect how you feel yeah 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 it's an energy exchange and so i have another example like i remember um i was unemployed but i knew i wanted to travel Mm -hmm. um and i had just recently stopped going to to school and i wrote down like this month i will find a way to get here and there were a couple other things, but a lot of things happened this way in my life, and it's weird. And this is why I, t- I, I have two journals in front of me right now. Yeah, you do. I write a lot mm-hmm. because, because some, there's something about pen and pad for me oh, and yeah. seeing it physically, and then, like, it's crazy, and it always manifests. And literally, down the month, 
that month, like probably like a week before I booked my trip, I didn't ha- I didn't know how I was going to get the money. Mm-hmm. I just I got a blessing out right. the at the clear blue sky and I was where I wanted to be and I was like, wow, that's 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 God. Like that's that's alchemy actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, but yeah. <laughs> um so then when you have the seeds in your body, you then ha- are more irritable and they said um access emotional reactivity. <laughs> so bag lady <laughs> you gonna hurt Yo. your back <laughs> <laughs> that triggered that triggered me this one and another one triggered me because that's me really? I speak I hold everything in it builds up it builds up although I think in the article they do say like if you sit with your emotions and that's a the opposite but in my case, it's like I sit with the emotion, sit with the emotion, sit with the emotion, and then it's like, fuck, da, 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 it just comes out. Oh, so you're building, so you're you're baking a cake. Yeah, <laughs> baking a cake, baking a like, cake. Like it's just stew. like, and and I, and this is this is why I don't, I, I'm not very confrontational. Um, if there's something that bothers me, I usually don't say nothing. But I think when it comes to the point where when it builds up so much and I have to say something, it gets ugly and it gets bad because I go for the jugular. Yeah. I don't just be like, I don't just say what it is. I have I just go deep. <laughs> I do, I do, I go so deep. Like I want to hurt your feelings. Ooh, I don't like people like that. Yeah, because I'm very, I get upset and I and I am a little sharp with my words. But to me, when I am sharp with my words, I'm not doing it to hurt. Mm-hmm. I, when I'm saying it, I honestly think like logically, this is what makes sense, and you should understand. Sometimes you don't, and sometimes yeah. I could deliver it better. But however, I'm very intentional, and I don't like when I'm mad at people. I intentionally do not say whatever comes out of your mouth because it's always affected me tremendously. Like mm-hmm. if someone said, and that, when we're when we're arguing like something real dirty, yeah, I'm I'm all that's always in my head yeah. every time we have a conversation after that yeah it don't matter if you said oh i didn't mean to say that nah mm, like so- no yeah sober thoughts like you know what i yeah. mean like no i agree i don't i don't like that i do that i mean and i don't it's not a it doesn't come that often like i don't remember the last time i had an argument with somebody or whatever but i know like in the past like that's where i was you more mostly with like relationships yeah i Wanted to hurt your feelings. <laughs> like, <laughs> see, I'm similar. Because I don't like confrontation either. Mm-hmm. But I'm petty. You don't like confrontation? I do. I don't think you you don't like confrontation, but you aren't um, flaky. Like, you're not flaky. You're not, uh, you don't hold back. I don't stand down. No, you definitely say what you say. you're not going to tell me what to do. Like, <laughs> that's what it is. You definitely say what you, what you want at that moment. So like I don't think this energy leak is something you have. No, but it's different. I'm I say it in a very passive aggressive way, mm-hmm. which is probably I think that's probably one of my worst traits. I'm very passive aggressive. Mm. I'm like, well, if you did this, then <laughs> maybe you know what I mean. And this yeah. a punch, that's foul. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yes. So I'll say what I want to say like in a very sarcastic and sometimes condescending oh, way. I hate condescending people. Which is which is pretty jerky. <laughs> my supervisor used to be very condescending my old supervisor (laughs) it's a pretty jerky trait yeah it is i'm guilty i'm not gonna lie we're both guilty Mm -hmm. of this one i definitely speak in anger oh it's so bad yeah but you know it comes from i think it just comes from me just always being like no one expects me to say much 
everyone expects Ashley to be like, oh, just quiet, you know, whatever. Like, I feel like people say what they want to say to me, and I just take it. And if I say something back to them, it's like, oh, oh, Ashley got a toot. Oh, Ashley, why? Because now I'm speaking up for myself. See, but I don't think that's just an Ashley thing. I think people are like that with people in general because people don't expect well, people to confront them back with what they're... But I'm saying I mean? it's an Ashley thing because I look at the dynamics of my circle mm-hmm. and when certain people's... Certain people's... When certain people react a certain way, that's not the thought. Mm. When I do it, that's the thought. Mm. So that's why I'm like, well, damn, like... They're like, oh, all right, Ashley, excuse me. Like, oh, you know, but <laughs> somebody else does it is kind of like, whatever. See, but I think that's kind of like the baggage that you're holding, right? Because if you're telling yourself this and you and this is the narrative that you're telling yourself, even if it happens to somebody else, you're still telling yourself like, well, they don't expect me to be mad. So, so they all like, so when they say that, even if they say it to somebody else, it hits you different. It does. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you're already sensitive to it. Yeah. You got all this baggage and you just put something else on my plate. Yeah. <laughs> It's like when you wash the dishes. Exactly. Like, and damn it, I'm done. Like, and you think you, you're almost you gonna done? Put this right? You're going to put this fork down? You're going to give me another Oh, dish? you're going to put this fork down? All I just right. did all these dishes. Right, yeah. It's like that. Don't put that fork in here. <laughs> you, better, you better eat that fork. You better eat that fork. <laughs> wash that fork. I'm not washing it. <laughs> I walk away. I'm not washing it. I did the dishes. You late. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. It's like that. Yeah, I do carry mad baggage. Oh, again, God. read the four agreements. It's a great you book. Keep I gotta that. read you it again too. I got a trainer. I gotta read it again because I it tells you that like because nothing is really personal. When people say things, it's never really about you. So when they say, "Ooh, S, you got a two, it's not about you. They probably say it to everybody, but you taking it personal because oh, oh. I got a two. I can show you a oh, two. I can show you that two, motherfucker. I'm like that too, though. Like, I get mad mm. when people tell me I'm mad. If I was mad, I oh, would tell you I'm gosh. mad. I really hate I that. I ain't mad. I'm not mad. Like, I'm fine. I like, can show you mad. But now I'm getting mad because you're telling me I'm mad and I'm not mad. Now I'm mad. Right, yeah. So it, now it's going to come across like, well, you are mad. You Well, yeah. Could you try to tell me something? Access, <laughs> em- access emotional reactivity. <laughs> Because yeah, if you're dealing with your stuff, Nima, if you're dealing with your stuff, what people say won't won't affect you. That's something hard for me to do. Like the things that people say. That's why I did my affirmation like that. Because I, I know I can't control what other people think and do and say, but what they think and do and say affects me. If, especially if it's, I feel like it's towards me. Yeah. Well, I yo, I heard this dope dope analogy today mm-hmm. it was from the same lady Ma- uh maria mm-hmm. Has- hassan i feel like i'm saying her last name wrong uh but anyways what um, is she you said she's a she's a she writes uh she writes she has a book she's a um uh energy worker she has like uh an apothecary all that cool stuff okay but her analogy was she was like it's kind of like um we don't recognize that in a video game, we have the controller in our hand, right? So if you think, if you're watching, a, a, if you're playing a video game and you die, mm-hmm. and then you're just like, oh, I'll just play again, I got another life, mm-hmm. right? But like in real life, if you try something, cause you got the, you, you are the controller, you try something and you fail, just try again. You know, no, no skin off your, your, your chest. Cause you're watching from a, from you're watching your life happening because you're right. controlling it versus you being that 
player in the game being controlled, and then when things happen, you just like, oh, I'm dead. I'm, I'm dead. Life is over. Yeah. <laughs> or, or you said that. I'm like, ah. <laughs> when you could just be the the bystander watching things happen. Yeah. Because it's not personal, right? Uh-huh. And you're just like, oh, okay, well, that's what you said. That's your opinion. Oh, I wish I could be that it way. It is what it is. It sounds so simple, but I think the longer you, the longer you, the longer you had, what I'm trying to say, the older you are, the more you've adapted to how you process certain things. Mm-hmm. So it's harder to break that down. So, I mean, it, it, you yeah. can, it can happen, yeah. but like I was telling you earlier, like I wish I can have that I don't give a fuck mentality. Yeah. Not all the time, but like when I need to, but I'm going to be nine times out of ten, I'm the player in the game where <laughs> shit happens and I'm like, fuck. Like, well, it's all a paradigm shift. You just really yeah, have yeah. to change your, your thought about it. But it's not And that be simple. the bystander. I mean, it's, it's not. It takes work. Yeah. Because sometimes you, it, strikes a cord, it strikes a chord, it triggers you, yeah. and you react, obviously. But when you start to put logic to it and change your perspective on things and you're just like, when it happens more and more and more, you're able to stop it. Do you think that if you... Because I'm not there yet, because I'd be like, what you say? <laughs> oh, why? <laughs> Do you think if you, like, fake it, it can manifest into you being that? Like, fake say, like, because I've, I've been in situations where I'm you like... You fake it until you make it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, if I, like, fake say, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to say it over and over again. Deep down, I know I do. But do you think you keep saying it? And I don't then know because does that I, work? I don't know because I really think that energy is real and people could really feel yeah. your energy whether you recognize it or not. So like if you say you okay and you, you really not. not okay, people could really feel that. That's true. Yeah. So you Some actually people. have to do the energy work to change your perspective on it. Mm, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. It's it, it it takes work as a practice. So we angry. <laughs> we, we gotta work on that reactive mad reactive <laughs> but it's not even always anger for me and i don't want people to think that it's only a reactivity from anger sometimes it's sadness sometimes it's like oh you said oh I'm, oh you said i'm ugly so now i really think i'm ugly girl when it's like that's your opinion that's not like we take narratives from people that are not our own and we make them our own and we're replaying someone else's words about ourselves in our head when and owning it as it's our own. And it's like, that's not yours. That's, that's not your thought. That's not the reality. That's a storyline. That's a program that you are allowing yourself to replay, live, root, put seeds in. Like, you know, <laughs> put the seed in the ground mm-hmm. and you're watering it day after day. Bird. And and putting it in the sun so it could Girl. so it could become a tree. Yo. You gotta you gotta you gotta <laughs> take, challenge I- yourself to be like. Why do I feel this about this? Yeah. Like, why does that affect me this way? Because it starts with how did this affect me? Like, why did I react like this to this? Right? And then you chase it back and like, well, who told me that? And mm-hmm. why do I believe this? Mm-hmm. And then you're just like, well, is it true or if it's not true? It's not true? Then why do I care? Right. No, that's, the, that's legit me. Very sensitive. These freaking nets are pissing me off. <laughs> and then it comes Sorry. to like, and then it comes to, so if you continue to live there, right? And you're continue to react to things and let people control your emotions for you, then you lose contact with reality. Mm-hmm. You, re- you lose contact with yourself and what actually is and what's, sorry, what's actually happening and what you actually are. 
again, it just one after another. It's like ladders. <laughs> you keep going higher and higher or deeper and deeper, as Ashley says. Ooh, that's deep. Mad deep. It's mad oh, this deep. is deep. That's it, it all triggered me. We're only on number three, and <laughs> I have all three yeah. <laughs> so far. So then, um, so the next one is then you create strong beliefs and strong opinions about those things that someone else told you is true and is not true. And then you form a personality about it. And everything that you do is centered around this narrative that's not true. This unbelief that you are incapable, that you are not smart, that you are not beautiful. Like, Mm -hmm. it just, it's never ending. Um, I'm about to punch in her face. I'm listening to you. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, because I was... But I don't have that one down. Oh, that's why I was like, "What?" <laughs> there's freedom in knowing um, true knowledge, and um, the true knowledge about what is factual. And you have to challenge yourself to always ask yourself, like, "Why? What? Who?" <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> why? What? And who? And oh then- wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What? No, no, because I was. I know which one you were talking about. That's why I was confused. Oh, okay. Because I had something else before that. I don't know if you have that one. That's why. The losing contact with natural presence. Mm-hmm. You have that one? Yeah, I just said that. You said something about beliefs. That's what made me think that one. That's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Um. Yeah. So then with your, unbel- with your strong beliefs and your opinions, mm-hmm. you then form unhealthy bonds and relationships, and you don't know how to say no. <laughs> and you let people to invade your boundaries and things that don't make you comfortable. Okay. Yeah. When I read this one, I had a different um, thought about it. Mm-hmm. I had more of a, I guess maybe I didn't really read it Mm, or maybe just when I read it, I just thought something differently. Like when people, like I thought about beliefs as far as religion, and they like take that as as is only, and kind of block out everybody else. Mm. That's kind of how I interpret it. That's a that's dope too, because like if you think that you know everything, everything and that you have everything, you can't learn anything. Right. That way, you are still wall, and you don't you're not there to be a dynamic human being. Exactly. Like you're not there you're to stale like waters. dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. Still waters, not moving. Everything dies in still waters. I feel like this could have been an energy leap for me in the past, because that's how I did think. Mm-hmm. I felt like I'm a Christian. This is my belief. You're a Muslim. You, you're wrong. You're a Hindu. You're wrong. You're a Buddhist. You're wrong. You're an atheist. You're wrong. That was my belief at a young age. Mm-hmm. And... um even when it came down to, like, principles of, like, Christianity and whatever, um, or, like, the things that we were taught, like, homosexuality is wrong and fornication is wrong and whatever, whatever. I, I definitely had a judgment on people because of that. Mm-hmm. But, obviously, like, as I've gotten older, I'm like, no. Yeah. Like, who said it? I was watching um, the Breakfast Club interview with Tia Mari. And she was saying, like, she's not a religious person. She's spiritual. And I I always, I'm there now being a spiritual person, but she broke it down into, like, she doesn't disagree with religion. She just doesn't feel like 
that that one religion is something that you should you should uh contain yourself to like only this you could take bits and bits and pieces from every religion Mm -hmm. um and she was saying like how she thinks it's beautiful like uh judaism like how they really sacrifice their fridays (laughs) and don't do nothing yeah they like had that dedication so she admires that um she admires uh catholicism and stuff like, like like that so i think yeah so I don't really have that energy leak. I think that's why I didn't write it down. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think I've gravitated or grown from that. Yeah. Um, for me, with religion, it's kind of like um, one shoe doesn't fit all kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, even within Christianity, like there's different sects, like there's different denominations, as they call it. Right. Uh, or as it is called. Mm-hmm. And obviously, once you don't fit it all, because we all read in the same book, and we've all gotten different interpretations for for an umpteen billion Which years. Which is so weird to me. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's possible. Like, you know, because words, word, when, even when you say words, after they leave your lips, they hit people differently. Mm-hmm. And at different times. Like, I can hear one a quote one day, and then it's like, okay, whatever. Like, what I said, what my dad told me. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. It hit me different now that I'm older, and I'm mm-hmm. thinking back on it. Gotcha. So... Um, I think it's possible that you can read the same book and understand it differently. Um, but I think the trouble comes with religion is that when you judge, judge as you mm-hmm. say, and you separate yourself from other people, that way you don't, you don't learn. Right. And you also can't give. Because mm-hmm. if you are on a higher playing field than they are, you can't reach your hand out to the next person. You got to reach down. Mm-hmm. And then most people don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's my thing with religion. No, yeah, um, I agree with you. And that, that definitely is an energy leak because then you don't get the messages that you need to get. And you like don't you grow. Just, yeah, you don't grow. You never know if, like, this a bum on the street is supposed to be the person that changes your life. Mm-hmm. You just never know. Um, it's, it's funny because uh, my dad is not working a part-time job. Mm-hmm. And um, he's always had a really good job his whole life. Worked for the city, um, high in what he did. Mm-hmm. And um, in his current job, or his part-time job, because he don't have to, he retired. <laughs> made all his money. He, he, he's just doing it for fun now. Yeah. For extra. <laughs> and um, people will look at him as, he, as, as if this is the walk of life, he's, the only walk of life he's had. Right. And he's just like, it's funny when people react with me or interact with me because they don't know who I am. And they assume that I've been in jail and I've really yeah, and that I've done this this hard life that <laughs> led me to the place where I can only have this job. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's funny because Assumptions. Yeah. Those those strong beliefs and opinions. Like uh, you just yeah, you gotta yeah, be yeah. you gotta be open and willing to just let things flow and ask questions, have conversations because you may get a message from a from a four year old kid. <laughs> like you just never know. You never know. You never know. You gotta part of the lessons right um and then the unclear we said the unclear relationships and boundaries that is a that has has been a very huge energy leak for me because i've always allowed people to i've always done more for people than what than i should have and also than what i did for myself which is why i'm very keen on like one day a week that's just for me yeah um and I give and give and give and give, and then eventually I don't have anything else for myself. Mm-hmm. And I lived life like that for, for a very, 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 very long ding, time. Ding, 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 ding. 
and it's not tag me in <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 and it doesn't create a life of balance it doesn't um i wrote down under that i think it was a part of the the article and it says hanging out in limbo when you're not exactly sure what other what the other person wants needs or feels hoping they're they'll come around um i when i read that i was like fuck because i felt like that's the main we talk about relationships before and me being single i feel like that is the key part of why i'm probably single because and then now here it says communication because it's a lack of communication which leads you to being in that limbo position because yeah. you're not talking to the person like you have all these thoughts and all this is me i have all these thoughts all these questions all these unanswered questions all these like well what ifs all this whatever and i'm never like asking the person or talking to the person about it <laughs> so i'm just like so it just plays in my head and this is back to like the reactivity i don't lash out but <laughs> when it's time it comes out in like like a nag, yeah. in a sense. And it's not meant to be that way. Eight because eight-page long text message. Hello. <laughs> eight pages. Like, bruh, can we have a conversation, please? Can you call me about a this? thesis. Yes. Like, this is the beginning. This is the introduction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I have, I don't know. Like, I'm just, goes back to, like, the confrontation part. Like, not that that's confrontational, just to find out what's happening in this relationship. And I'm going over, like, romantic relationships. Obviously, you can use this for other kind of relationships, but... Um, you should be open, yeah, and be able to talk. But for me, it's just always been like a no. I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm gonna wait. Hold on. Oh, I ain't like that no more. I used to be that person. Yeah, I used to be like, oh, like if I speak up too much, I'll be the nagging girlfriend. Right. I end up being that nagging right. person, and not even just romantic, but like brother, sister, brother, cousin, right, uncle, right, sister, brother. I said that a lot of times, mm-hmm. brothers. <laughs> I don't even have no sisters, but <laughs> but yeah. Um, and that's, whew, man. Yo, when I cut that off, I felt a hundred percent lighter. Like I felt like a lot of times I took other people's problems on as my own, mm-hmm. not setting my own boundary for myself, right? And allowing them to cross over those those things that don't make me comfortable. And then I wake up. Or they have an issue, and I'm just like, oh, my God, how can I figure this out? How can I figure this mm-hmm. out? Like, I'm supposed to be the hero or the savior. And it's just like, bruh, you got your own stuff. Like, if you focused on your own stuff as much as you focus on somebody else's stuff, you'd be, you be in a different Man. position. I'm always trying to be the hero. Oh, that's dead for me. It's, it's dead, dead. Now, I am. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say that's changed because it hasn't. I'm starting to see that I have to change it. <laughs> I practiced that change last week but it's still so engraved in me to be like a helper oh well, that's the black woman we're not gonna go there <laughs> not this week the plight of the black woman when we give and give and give and give yeah and we never re- receive receive yeah. or honestly sometimes it's black women don't know how to receive right mm. we don't know how to say yes to the help mm. and sometimes in relationships we just like well if you was a man Mm. And then he don't want to do what you want him to do for for you, right? Well, my father would have. That's that don't help. That don't help. That don't help, ma'am. <laughs> like chill, pipe down. Whoa, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I want to go back because I apologize. I wasn't listening when you said this one. <laughs> the uh, losing contact with natural presence. Um, 
dwelling in the mind world, that's me on every aspect of my life. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly thinking about <laughs> what's next, what is next, Same. the future, instead of just saying, okay, you're here right now. How can you make this better? How can you make this work? Or, you know, like, how can I just <laughs> live in the moment? Mm-hmm. I, I can never live in the moment. That's with, um, even a car- career-wise, like, I always think of, like, oh, I'm going to be here. But I'm like, but you ain't even playing out the <laughs> shit yet. <laughs> you have what you want to do, and you do already, you're already, like, making millions of dollars or whatever the situation is. But, no, like, you got to start playing Part A. One step in front One step of the other. Right. Yeah. I do that with relationships, too. And I noticed that years ago where if I'm talking to somebody or dating somebody and it's getting serious, automatically, oh, we're going to get married? <laughs> oh, I'm against with half. <laughs> like, chill. Like, why is your brain? And it, it's not intentional mm-hmm. all the time. It's just my mind just literally just goes towards the future. Right, yeah. So I'm never living in the, I mean, I am living in the present, but. When it comes to certain situations, I'm not living in the moment of it, so I can't see the beauty of it at at the time. Yep. Yeah. And then shit crumbles. Yeah. Oprah also Oprah talks about a lot on her um on her uh, Super Soul Sundays about okay. like walking, like taking walks in her garden and like mm-hmm. not putting names on things, mm-hmm. so you see things new every time. Because if you put names and you label things and you just like, oh, well, that's the sun and that's the sunflower and that's that and that's a blue jay. And then you don't you can't um, you can't experience it in that moment because you feel like you've already you've already seen it. You've already lived it and um, you're looking for the next thing. Mm -hmm. So the importance of like stopping, watching, Mm -hmm. breathing the air, like what do I smell? What do I see? What do I feel like? in your senses and not in your like mind because we the blessing of the of humanity is that we have the imagination mm-hmm. and a lot of times even as a as, even as a society like we're always just like what's next what's new what's yeah. next what's new oh i got this phone like, yeah but i want the next want one the that's next how one. <laughs> that's how apple hello has been able to change minor things every what year every year and we still spend thousands of dollars yeah. on a new phone when it's just like well my phone actually does all of those things yes yeah. i'm gonna have to get a new one though this year <laughs> but still i don't like i don't need <laughs> oh it does this oh i want that because i need what's next not what's now it's the new thing yeah i have to have the new thing that's out you have so much power in the now it's not even funny because most people are dealing with what's next because it, it does it also, almost kind of <laughs> it's kind of like insane in a, in a sense. Like you're literally right here, right now. Mm-hmm. So why are you thinking about tomorrow? Yeah. Not that you can't think about your future, but <laughs> you're dwelling on it. Yeah. Whereas, okay, you need to do things right here to even get to that point. Yeah. I mean, even if you go back to the like the vitality bar and you split your you split your vitality bar in half because half of you is already thinking about the next thing. Exactly. So yeah. when you are like with what's faced with today you're already 50 percent behind the game because mm-hmm. you ain't even you ain't even full percent here right presence presence <sighs> and he, dante said it in his blurb that he gave us he says um if you are the best in every moment and you receive you will succeed 
gems. Gems. Dropping gems. Dropping gems. Dropping gems. So, um, ways to, ways to, uh. Oh, wait, we have one more. Fill our, no, we don't. I have one more. What's that? Unconscious speech, excessive speech and gossip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Explain it to us. So, explain it? Hold on. <laughs> okay, so let me go to what they said in it, because I didn't write. I just had a thought. What's your thought? So, well, it's basically about, like another very common... Um, a huge social pressure is conform to how others around us use language. So when I saw this and I read it, and I, my instant thought was, I used to hang out with a group of people um, when I was heavy in church and I was on a choir. Um, and we would sing praises to the Lord at events and then go out to eat and gossip mm-hmm. about people. Mm-hmm. That pissed me off. At a, at a certain point, I'm like, this looks ugly because what if someone that was in the congregation happens to walk by us and they hear us conversing about somebody in a negative way? Mm-hmm. How how would they receive that? Yeah. So for Lent one year, I didn't gossip. That was my thing that I did for Lent, like not to gossip. Um, and it was, it was very, I didn't think it was, was going to be as powerful as it was because it made me aware of how much I did gossip with people. Even if I didn't want to, I just did it because it was what everybody else was doing mm-hmm. and I wanted to be included in the conversation. Yeah. So I'm going to laugh. I'm like, ooh, ooh, what's the tea? Like, I'm going to do that. So to, to now, <laughs> a lot of times I kind of like, I don't necessarily say to somebody like, oh, I'm not going to be involved in that. If they're bringing me some kind of gossip, I kind of just be like, okay, that's it. I don't feed into it anymore. Mm-hmm. So that was my thought about it when I seen it. Yeah. Um, a big part of that also is presence, because if you worried about your own stuff and you present in right now, mm-hmm. you can't you don't have the space or the mental capacity to even kind of like put yourself in somebody else's shoes and even consider or even you don't know all of what that they're battling or whatever have you. Right. So like you don't ha- you can't afford the vitality, the energy to put into somebody else's crap. Right presence everything comes down to presence it does and to me like gossip is like why yeah why are we as a society so consumed with what other people are doing yeah well because even now like even even if you think from like a broader perspective beyond gossip Mm -hmm. it's like stars what is this star doing what is this star wearing yeah that's why i don't follow them i can't (laughs) the shade room and yeah i can't do that because it's just so draining. Sometimes it's, it's sometimes it's entertaining. I can't lie. I don't follow the the blog. I don't follow those. I just see people post them, and I'm like, oh, it's it is an interesting thing. But then at the same time, I'm like, yo, let me not even get this like so much thought because I don't care. Yeah. Honestly, I don't. I mean, that's part of the reason why I never remember people's names. Like when y'all be like, oh, you know, no. you know this person that did this in this movie, and I'll be like, wait, huh? Because like honestly, I've always said like. For me to commit their name to memory is too much work for me. That's like... Because they don't affect my life. But you remember people's names, though. I mean, like, a Kim Kardashian, things that I can't get away from hearing, but, like, 
actors in movies and stuff Denzel like Washington. That. I mean, because I can't get away from not knowing his <laughs> name. But, that's not, but, but I think there, that's there why. are people that like know. No, see, that's a difference. I can't. It's like, it's, you're, gonna, you're gonna remember people's names depending on who they are. Yeah. Like Michael Jackson. Everybody know Michael Jackson. My unborn child know who Michael Jackson is. Because <laughs> you can't get away with it. <laughs> can't get away from it. Yeah. But there are this, those, those things. Some of those people, I'm just like, I don't really care, No, I get actually. that. Yeah. I don't really care. And then sometimes I do get caught up in the mess. And I'm just like, ooh, give me the tea, <laughs> fish. Give me the tea. But then I take away <laughs> my own plate. <laughs> exactly. It becomes draining. Then, like, then you start Look, going down a rabbit hole. Like... Oh, what else? What else can I find? I mean, out? that's the whole premise of social media, though. It you is somebody else's business the Yo, whole time. Literally, what after I, after reading this article and just these things, I was like, "Yo, this is a lot." I literally had this. I literally have to get away from social media at this point. Like, I have to like put it aside mm-hmm. for a day, for two hours a day, something because it's really consuming me. Yeah. When you think about, like, what social media is, it's, like, a bunch of people, other people's thoughts yeah. all day long. And then you are taking taking those thoughts. Yeah. And they just go in a circle in your head because you're seeing the same. Because with the, with the new algorithms or whatever, yeah. you only see the same what people. you interact with. Mm-hmm. And the more you interact with that, you see those people. It's not like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, this girl always posting on her, on her um. It's story on her story, mm-hmm. and it's just like no, Nima. You just always, always press on her, so you always going to see. She, she's right. always going to be the first person there. Exactly. <laughs> just kind of trippy. Yeah, that's why you got to be mindful of who you follow on social media too. Oh, girl, I unfollow with the quick. Yeah, I, I unfollow people because I'm like, uh, you know what? No, your content isn't giving me anything right now. It's just kind of draining at this point. I mute people. I unfollow people because, like, I like. Yeah. Be mindful. I mean, follow. realistically, I shouldn't spend as much time on Instagram as I do or social media. But as we I do, do, so. But when I do, I try to make sure that it's more positive things, yeah. things that feed into me. Like now, I'm, I've curated a timeline of people that inspire me. Right. The the Ronnie Browns and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. the the women CEOs that I can learn from. Right. Um, and enhance my life so that I can level up in life. Um, I'll, but like the drama and the people that are just posting pictures because they're beautiful. <laughs> like I get it, you're beautiful, but a lot of times, like subconsciously, that's also energy leak where we compare ourselves to <sighs> other people, and it's just like chill. <laughs> like yeah, like I'm not. Chill. I'm not following the Instagram baddies. Yeah, no. I'm not. There's there's no substance for me. <sighs> just spend less time. That's that's really nah, that's the moral of the story. Yeah, but did you want to talk about the um? How to fix the leaks? Like, we could, like really quick, I guess. Yeah. So, um, the way to uh, <laughs> when I was younger, <laughs> like, we used to happened? sing this song. Like, there's a hole in my bucket, dear Johnny, dear Johnny. There's a hole that you never heard it. No, dear Johnny, oh ho, well fix it, dear Liza. Well, anyway, so <laughs> the way to fix it, dear Liza, dear Liza. <laughs> the way to plug your energy holes is one to. Spend time with yourself and figure out what and why. So you mm-hmm. ask yourself, why does this trigger me? Mm-hmm. Why am I allowing this to exhaust me? You ask yourself why first. And then you keep digging. You keep asking yourself why until you get to the source. And once you're at the source, you say, is it true? Is this benefiting me? Is this growing me? 
depending on your answer, I think intuitively you can know <laughs> that you need to cut it out, right? Yeah. And then once you get to knowing what your energy leaks are, you can then um, learn what will recharge you. So right. if that's for an introvert, someone who is unplugging, someone who is spending that time alone, someone who is going for a walk, doing yoga because mm -hmm. you can do those things and still feel drained if you don't plug the things that are draining you mm -hmm. you don't unplug it from the source um for me it's spending time alone and reading my books and sometimes and watching handmaid's tell oh gosh i haven't started watching that yet it is good it is good down to the day. last drop but um whatever <laughs> whatever it looks like for you um what would what would it, what is it for you? What makes you feel more more recharged? I don't know. Hmm. I haven't gotten here yet. What do you enjoy doing? This. <laughs> but you know, yeah, yeah, recording, doing a podcast because it's something that's been on my mind for years. Yeah. Um. And that it first started off with like a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. That was my first thought. Um, so yeah, doing this does recharge me. It pumps me up. It gives me like, it just gives me life. And then the next day comes <laughs> and it's like, oh gosh. Um, one of the things, go ahead. That it's a uh, creativity. Like it's like, yes. so like the m making your thoughts, birthing mm -hmm. your thoughts into the world is what creativity is. The more you do that, the more you're literally giving life because you're birthing yeah. life. You're birthing yourself. It's something I didn't think was in me, and now I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it manifest into like, no, Ashley, this is in you. Mm. Shut up. Because <laughs> um. I've been telling her that all the time. Like, she's like, I'm not creative. I can't. No, I can't I literally, do it. And I'm like, you literally can. I literally felt that way. Like, I You think can I, feel that way because most people do, but. Yeah. I always felt that way. What you tell yourself is what will happen. Not as facts. That's why I'm like, I'm not gonna curse. I'm gonna do better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do better. But one of these um, ways to fix your energy leaks uh, talks about cutting your addictions, and I got triggered a little bit because I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to cut a certain addiction. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. <sighs> Sorry. Right, because you're plugging in and you're you're soothing with yeah. other things and you're not self-soothing. I mean, on one hand, I guess it get, if it gets when it says addiction, I feel like I feel like that's out of control. I think addiction is out of control, in my opinion. Like I don't think like if I want to unwind with wine, that's an addiction because that might not happen all the time. You know what I'm saying? So I think a, an addiction is more like you're out of control with mm -hmm. it. I mean, but if you do it every day, if you have one glass of wine every day, then probably you need to reevaluate why you're drinking every day. What if it just tastes good? Uh, wine does not taste good. Wine does taste good. It's an acquired taste. No, no, no. Wine tastes really good. You drink it. The more you <laughs> drink it, the more it tastes good. Because the first sip of wine you had did not taste good. It didn't. Exactly. I got accustomed to red wine. Everyone does. But as I got older. That's literally <laughs> how it works. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't know, but... That part was like, ooh, cut your addictions. Ooh, okay. Saying no is something I have to get on, yeah, get better. Cre creating boundaries. Yes. Yeah. We talked about that. Creating boundaries and telling telling people no, telling yourself no. Mm-hmm. 
yeah listening to yourself and when you get and when you get the feeling like the sometimes when i get invited places and then i say yes i feel it in a pit in my stomach that i don't really want to go and then i still end up going and then i'm there and i'm just like uncomfortable because mm-hmm. i knew i didn't want to go but i'm just there showing up and then i'm like not myself there yeah <laughs> yeah and it does no good to anybody <laughs> even the person that invited me that i'm there and i'm not me mm-hmm. and i'm uncomfortable so no 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 means no no means no one of the things that said, let go of people who drain you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> what if the person that drains you is yourself? Bruh, then you need to do energy work with yourself. I'm just saying, like, you, you know. Then you need to yeah, yeah, evaluate and ask yourself, well, why? Why am I draining myself? Why? What, mm-hmm. am, I, what am I draining myself? Yeah. How am I draining myself? Why do I allow myself to do that? Mm-hmm. Is it true? Right. Does it benefit me? This reminds me of a meme that people put up and they say, like, stop telling people to make it, like, stop telling people to work it out just because it's their mother. Like, it doesn't matter. If that person is draining them, no matter who it is, mother, father, brother, sister, cousin, uncle, best friend, if that person put in negativity in your life, yeah. And constantly, even after you talk to them and try to cut them off. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be hard to cut your parents off if you have been close to them. No, it's not. But no, I'm saying if you've <laughs> been close to them and but but now you're recognizing like they're draining me. Like, yeah. I want to say soul tie because I feel like that's the one I'm looking for. Um, Do you have soul ties with people you don't? How How are soul ties formed? Because I always thought it was through sex. Oh. I, now that you say that, I think that's what I've heard that in. But I feel like you can have a soul tie without without sex, though. Because I feel like you can have unhealthy relationships with people mm-hmm. that you haven't had sex with, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so now you're kind of, like, tied to this person, in a sense. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to let go of them. I think the way to avoid that mistake is to tell yourself you don't need anybody to fulfill or to feel fulfilled. But that's a, that's a hard thing. And be okay to just be like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Like you want to leave, you can go. Right. But that comes back to like doing the work on yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I, I think we all would like to feel that way, but I think a lot of us, or I'm just going to speak for myself in my life, their my happiness has been tied to other people um obviously yeah as my my happiness has been tied to other people so it took a while for me to say i'm okay but it takes a while and even when you say oh, i'm okay sometimes you still fall back into that, that habit of oh, like yeah, for sure. you know finding the happiness or getting close to somebody and like now you're now you're like really happy yeah um so that takes a while to, to get to that point for some people. Well, because, like, there's this balance of, like, humanity, right? Because humanity is created to be amongst each other, right? Yeah. And to not actually have to protect themselves amongst each other, but we're here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, naturally you want to be around people. Yeah. You want to be wanted. You want to be needed. You want to feel that intimacy, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I always used to tell, like, my friends who are just like, but I want to be, and I want to be with somebody, and I'm so lonely, and yada, yada, yada. And there's a healthy balance between that that is just like, it's okay for you to want not want to be alone. Right. But when you're depending on it to be 
okay. When there's a need. <laughs> right? When you, there, I think there is a natural need, though. But, mm. but there's a... I don't you think don't we need, need anybody. I think we just want people. Okay, yeah. You're right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I was going to say it's a different kind of need, but no, that's need versus want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's need versus want. And when it becomes unhealthy and mm-hmm. you're accepting things that don't align with you, that don't make you feel good, that drain you, that exhaust you, that does not grow you, then you end up in a place where you are just allowing crap in your life. Yep. And you then got to reevaluate your worth. I'm telling you, girl, like, I, oof. I'm telling I was, whew, exes. I'm just, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's wild. <laughs> and now I sit down and I think when I'm, like, reevaluating things and I'm just like, yo, I really, I really used to accept this as, yeah. like, as if it was okay. Yes. Why? Like, What? I'm just like, what state of mind you were in? Where was my mind? Not there, not anywhere. I had no (laughs) mind. I had no mind. It was gone out of my head. Or even even friends, Mm -hmm. sometimes siblings. Yeah. Like, it's like a genie lamp. People come and rub you and like, you know, (laughs) oh my gosh, girl, hey, how you doing? Can Mm -hmm. I? Do you have? Where is it? Like, you know what I mean? You want to go? No. Like, interactions where you don't, have to give anything in mm-hmm. order to exist together are mm-hmm. a blessing a blessing because you just could i love to just be a human around somebody we ain't got to do nothing <laughs> sometimes we don't even have to talk right but the just, energy is there just the energy and just enjoying the energy together that's enough for me yeah but if i gotta perform bro yo i think <laughs> i good. feel like if people I'm staying home i feel like if people um, for relationship purposes, I know we're not talking about relationships, but for relationship purposes, I think if people fed off energies, really like listen to their energies, people will end up with people they should be with and not people they shouldn't. But I think we kind of sometimes perceive energies or things to be something that they're not sometimes. But that's what I'm saying. If you really are feeding off okay. energy, like if you're... if. Basically, if we're working on ourselves and we are in a good space and vice versa, and we are able to see that in other people, like truly see it, then I think people would end up with people they should be with. Yeah. And friendships, too. Yeah. Like you will be friends with people you should be friends with. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that makes you sense. Know? That makes a lot I of feel sense. Of, I feel of energy a lot. Like if I don't have a good chemistry with somebody, whether it's a friendship or potential relationship or whatever, then it just kind of, nah, if I don't, I got to feel the energy. <laughs> I, I do, like, it just feels weird. Like, if we ain't got no good chemistry, then what the fuck we here for? Yeah. Chemistry's hard to find. So, with that being said, um, yo, feel yourself. Feel yourself, feel your energy leaks, evaluate yourself, um, evaluate those those bonds that you've created, are they healthy? Are they not? Those those things you tell yourself you're not worthy or whatever your your story is that you're telling yourself that's holding you back. Ask yourself, where did it come from? Why why do I believe this to be true? Right. Do the do the research on yourself. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Literally the, the whole facts. The, <laughs> the whole facts. That's kinda like a double entendre, like H O E and W. Yeah. Yeah. I got whole it. facts. Whole, whole facts. Whole whole facts. Whole facts. 
She's so corny. She's such a weirdo. Yeah. Nah, so uh, my quote of the day, I think it goes in line with what um, what what we just had a conversation about um, and doing the work and excluding yourself from things that don't fill you. So it's right. uh, one of the happiest moments in life is when you find the courage to let go of what you cannot change. Mm. And that's just it. <laughs> Give us some tea, sis. I like that. I like that. Um, so the tea this week is Zora Nair. Zora Neale Hurston. She is a American folklorist and writer around the Harlem Renaissance era. She was um she's from Eatonville, Florida. Um we just talked about like she just traveled to New York to be a writer at the age of sixteen. Um she went to college up here. She's just a really dope person. She wrote the book Their Eyes Are Watching God. Oh. I read that book when I was in college and then they came out with the movie with Holly Berry and uh Michael Ely. Um, that book is really good. I've never read it. No? Mm-hmm. You seen the movie? Nope. Oh. But you you heard of it though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I this, you know, I learned about her when I was in college. This is this is people I just learned about that I never heard about and I was like didn't know what so many of us, you know, that have changed the game and stuff. But yeah. I'ma put her um information on the um IG page, so you can read up because there's a lot of stuff that I wrote about it on my personal page, but I'll put it on the IG page on our podcast page. Awesome. So, in closing, we just want to, um, yo, honestly, though, I really want to thank everybody who is participating with us and and building this community with us of people who are trying to conquer the things that we face in life as young people and that we just don't have, like life doesn't come with a, a manual. So like yeah. a part of learning how life works is dwelling together and mm-hmm. learning together and challenging each other's thought patterns, which is, uh, which is why I love what we're doing. Um, also, I just want to remind everybody that if you know anyone who is a life hacker yes. or that has something that they can bring to this table with us. Um, nominate them. We're looking for new nominees um, every week. Um, if it's you, if it's your mama, if your sister, whatever have you, um, let us know. And do you have yeah. anything in closing? Um, no, I mean, this episode um, was a little bit more <laughs> deep, um, <laughs> but it was, I think, needed for me um and i just want anyone out there who's like feeling like you know they have all these issue or they they feel like there's something going on with them like maybe read i'm gonna put the we're gonna put the article i'm put the link to the article on the page so so you can read it because i think it's pretty dope i i found a lot of shit that i've gone through and it things made sense to me after i read it and then now i'm at a place where like okay i can tap into this so i encourage everyone to do the research do the work on yourself um and see what's holding you down what's holding you back or what's not if you're not you're great then great tell us how you're doing it (laughs) you could be the life hacker (laughs) but yeah thank you for listening thank you guys uh have a good day night evening afternoon whenever you're listening to this (laughs) peace